Welcome to the ISPA BursaCast, covering the period 7th to 18th of October 2022, and the latest operational and regulatory issues impacting on independent schools. If you have a question, please email office at theisba.org.uk or refer to this week's Summary of Government Guidance and Bulletin Number 5. Both are available in the ISBA Reference Library. To start with, here's a short message from John Murphy, our Chief Operating Officer. John reports on a busy couple of weeks keeping pace with the fluctuating economy that has dominated the headlines and has implications on the independent school sector. In this week's Bulletin Number 5, there are two ISBA surveys on energy and on our member services, which we ask to be completed by the 20th of October. At ISBA, we're keen to gain your input into both, so that we may continue to support and lobby for the independent school sector as prices rise and more government U-turns look ever likely. If you haven't yet booked your place at our Strategy Days on Wednesday the 19th of October at Seven Oaks School and Monday the 5th of December from 11am at Bradford Grammar School, now is the time. We'll be briefing members on the emerging financial and legislative threats likely to affect schools in the next three years. Feedback on our last Strategy Day has been very positive, with one bursa saying it was a really useful event and great to be there in the same room to discuss sector issues. I had a joint governor and senior leadership team strategy day yesterday, and the points from your event really helped our discussions and future planning. More details on how to book onto the strategy days can be found in bulletin number 5. And a quick update on pensions, which may be useful, as we suspect they have taken a backseat for many schools due to the more immediate cost pressures including higher energy prices, but it would be wise to use this relative period of calm effectively. Although TPS costs for schools are scheduled to change in 2024, the factors that influence the outcome are not static, and a proactive approach should be encouraged. Autumn and spring terms can be used effectively to prime governors and senior leaders ahead of key developments on the TPS valuation and McLeod in the coming months. And so straight on to our top three advice and guidance questions and answers for this week. The first question asks if schools should have two references in place before starting an employee. In answer, whilst reference checks are not a mandated requirement to show on the SCR, we would strongly recommend that both references are in place and verified to ensure any concerns are resolved satisfactorily before appointment is confirmed. The ISI commentary states at paragraph 485, as a matter of good practice, references not received in good time before appointment should be chased by telephone and alternative referees approached if needed. Our second question relates to the appointment of a director of finance and the process of conducting pre-employment checks, particularly a senior charity manager automatic disqualification declaration. There is excellent guidance on the Charity Commission website stating charities should avoid appointing or retaining trustees or senior managers who are disqualified, unless the Charity Commission has given a waiver. Do also use the Charity Commission template to check the Declaration and ISBA Recruitment Pack, Document 57. 
And our third question is, how may schools progress their carbon zero plan? In answer, please refer to the excellent Bursa Review Sustainability Supplements in documents 2884, 2780, 2718, 2649 and 2844 in the reference library. And ISBA's top tip of the week is our TPS disclosure note for accounts 2022 has been updated in document 629. Please may I remind you that the ISBA business directory is in the reference library and allows schools to search for specialist suppliers across the UK quickly and easily by business type, region or by location of the supplier. Our webinar programme for the next month is free of charge and includes webinars on Tuesday, the 1st of November, on a safeguarding update focusing on child-on-child abuse. Friday, 4th of November, on radon in schools and associated risk assessment guidance. Tuesday, 8th of November, on social impact. And Friday, the 11th of November, on fire safety management. Our autumn term professional development programme continues with our face-to-face one-day conferences at BMA House London, which is close to Euston Station, with our HR conference on Thursday the 17th of November. As previously mentioned in John's introduction and following our very first successful regional strategy in-person day in Cheltenham, the next two will cover the challenges facing independent schools in the coming years and will take place on Wednesday the 19th of October from 10am at Seven Oaks School Pomoja Hall and Monday the 5th of December from 11am at Bradford Grammar School. The latest reference library additions are VAT and COVID testing services, service occupancy agreement, behaviour management policy, summary of government guidance updates and weekly bulletin number 5. Our virtual regional group roundtable meetings for the next month are Tuesday, 29th of November at 2 o'clock for the Welsh group and Tuesday the 6th of December at 9.30 for the Surrey group. And our face-to-face regional group roundtable meetings for the next month are Thursday the 20th of October at 10.15am for Surrey at Greenfield School, Wednesday the 26th of October at 2.30 for Reading at St Joseph's College, Monday 31st of October at 1.30 for the Solent at Farley School and Wednesday 2nd November at 2.30 for West Midlands at Oswestry School Thursday 3rd November at 10am for North West at Cheadle Hume School and Friday 4th November for East Midlands at 9am in Wellingborough School And finally, our dates for next year please note that the ISBA's annual conference will be held from the 23rd to 25th of May 2023 inclusive at Manchester Central Convention Complex. As ever, our legal guidance details are in the show notes to this episode. Thank you for listening and farewell. Mm-hmm.